I did not expect that to count down the way. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black. This is It's All About Healing Podcast. In today's episode, I have a very special guest, my little brother, Chad. He is with us today, and he lives in California. So it's been a very long time since I've seen him because he hasn't come home and he refuses to come home. I um, <laughs> for, so when's the last time I saw you? I don't even know how long ago it was. It Probably like seven been... years. Yeah, and counting. Seven I'm years. <laughs> Whatever. So seven years, he refuses to come back home. But I cannot wait to see him. But we're going to talk about um, going back to school in your 30s. So, Chad, what difficulties are you having? But first of all, what do you do? Yeah, so um, I'm a nurse by training. So I, um, my background, I did uh, bedside nursing for five years and then had enough of that. And then I went into nursing leadership because I really thought that I could change healthcare through leadership. Um, I'm not someone, or at least me as a nurse, I found more enjoyment and I felt like my impact was made through um, quality improvement changes and also providing good leadership to staff. And I felt like through that, that's how I can improve patient outcomes. That was my whole big thing. So that's why I went into nursing leadership and, um, and I love it. I actually love what I'm doing. Um, but I also realized that, okay, part of, you know, leading is growing and um, having more knowledge. So I decided to go back to school to get my doctor of nursing practice. Um, yeah. So, it's, so yeah, it's a DNP. Um, it's a online program. It's two years, two and a half years. Um, every class is eight weeks. Um, but that is extremely hard. Um, to cram everything in eight weeks, like every week something is due. Like, I mean, it could be a discussion post. You think, oh, just write a discussion post, whatever, a little hundred words. No, they don't yeah. want to like that. They want you to seriously go and they want us to read, to read the books, which are really good books, which I would love to read at some point if I don't want them. And um, they want you to go out and find three research articles to back up your opinion. Um, mm -hmm. so, and the hardest part is finding the articles. I mean, I spend hours upon hours upon hours on these search engines. Like you can't use Google because Google mm -hmm. don't even have it on there. Right. Like you'll, you'll search it. Okay. Complexity theory in healthcare and you get stuff that's way off base. You can't use Google. So you have to use these, um, academic search databases that has over what, probably like a million art, like journal articles or whatever. And you're just searching keywords and then you're looking through articles. And I spend so much time, like hours trying to find the right article. And then once you find the article by the title, you have to read the abstract and you're like, okay, but the abstract is just like a summary. It's not going to give you everything what the article has. And you can't um, reference the abstract when you're um, writing your discussion posts or really any academic paper. So you have to read the article. I don't like to read. So yeah. Trying to find keywords like I'm over here trying to okay. I need to type this one word in to see if it finds in the document, and then I have to read that section. And then half the time, it's not even what you need; it's something else. So you have to go all the way back over again, and then go find the art. Like so, it takes it's very laborious. Um, and I will say, it is good information that I'm getting. Um, like I am learning a lot through the process of all this, but it takes too much time. Like you know, I got a lot. Of our leaders, Chad, you need to read. I, 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 <laughs> I know. I was just kidding. I don't like to read either. 
I can do audiobooks. Now that I can definitely Great. do. Um, and I don't I go to the library. Like honestly, I go, I got a library card and I get it for free. Cause I'm like, I pay enough in taxes. I'm not uh-huh. buying a book. Like I can get a free library. So that's what I do. Um, and the books I like the most are like professional development books. So um I like to just grow as a professional and myself. So I really get into those books. Um, so during COVID, actually, I would be at home with nothing else to do besides stare at myself. And <laughs> and I would listen to these books online and I would um and I was like, okay, well, this is you can't not everything's gonna be audible, chat. You gotta like, you know, read some stuff. So what I learned is I was trying to find books that have like the text and then it would read it to me so I can at least like follow along and at least, at least at least try to increase my reading comprehension. So I was trying to figure out ways to make that better for myself. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I don't like reading and school is a lot and going back to school in your thirties is even hard. Like I finished my MBA in 2020 and I started this program in 2022. So I thought, Oh, two years just finished. No, like it, it gets harder. Like I think you, your body's not accustomed to it anymore. Like but before the MBA, I could literally stay up till two, three in the morning and knock something out. Now, nine, ten o'clock, oh, they'll get whatever I give them. And that's just going to be it. And I just want to pass. Like, you know, like, if you're just like, especially when you know the degree is optional, too. So, like, I actually don't need this degree at all. But yeah. I was like, you know what? This would be good for my own advancement. And. When the pressure's off from you having to get like an A, you almost do better because you don't, you're not stressed out. Um, yeah. And it's amazing because literally I just finished my um, leadership class and I had a 98%. I never, when I was an undergrad, I know I was really smart. Like I would be up, you know, did everything undergrad and even in my master's program. And I wasn't getting 98s in my classes. Like that wasn't a thing. But yeah. in these classes, I am. And I think because the stress is, like the pressure is off since it's, since it's not required. Um, yeah. And then in the class itself, there's only five of us. Um, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> it's just five. Yeah. And we have like a main instructor, but no one, no one's really teaching you. And that's the next thing too. No one's ever teaching you. So everything is self-taught. Like they'll say, all right, read chapters one through five in the book. I'm like, right. Yeah. I will get back to you later on that. That's not going to happen anytime soon. Right. Like what's right. the actual assignment, you know, and then um, and we kind of go from there. But yeah. Yeah, I feel the same thing because when I did my undergrad for psychology, it was just too many papers I had I had to write. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. It didn't matter what class it was. We had to write essays and they were had to be a thousand words or more. And it just I got so irritated with that. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And then you said that was just because it was undergrad. So here it is. You're not an undergrad anymore. You're still having to do the same exact thing. But I guess it makes sense, obviously, because you're getting your doctorate degree, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, It's the same thing. And I would say that they expect that. So everything has to be in APA format and the expectation is a lot higher. Um, And the paper. So discussion posts, it depends on the class, but usually out of an eight week class, Probably like four or five weeks, we'll have discussion posts with responses to three different people. Um, and then actual papers themselves. I would say I've only written in one class, probably like two or three. Yeah. Um, but then again, at this level, that that's the expectation. Um, and the papers are like, you know, 
10 pages, um, six pages, some are three pages. And they're not like, it, it depends on what you're doing. Um, and then some bits like reflection based, some bits like you need to go find the article and tell us what it says. And then you need to have your argument ready to, to respond to the uh, prompt. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but I will say that in, in definitely in grad school, it's a lot, things are more focused. Things are a lot more, okay, this is what you need to know. Where undergrads going to be more liberal in general and you right. have an exam. So also too, there's no tests, like, which I like. There's no exams. There's no tests. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no tests at all. There's nothing. So it's just papers. So you can spend time arguing whatever point you want to argue, but as long as you hit the points on the rubric, they have to give you the credit, right? So like our rubrics are written very generally. They'll say, okay, did you include three citations? Did you put it in, in APA format? Did you address this, this like this concern? As long as you did that, mm-hmm. you're good. Whereas with a test, you be sitting there like, Nigga, I don't know. Is it, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a pick C, but it might be D. And I went across the room, and she put A. And I it could be A, C, or D. You know, and the test just freak you out. And yeah, I'm not a good test taker. Like me either. I'm not I'm at all. No, mm-hmm. my SAT score was low. My score was, score was low, but I had high GPA because I can do the I can do the achievement, I can do the uh, the academic work. But when it comes yeah. to like tests or even like our own tests on our exams, like you know, I did better with like free response, having that creativity to produce what well, like what my knowledge is versus like knowing these questions. Because I'm just like I don't I didn't read that section in the book. I want to read right, and if right. I read, it, I didn't retain it. I was just like, okay, I read it. What it said. Right. <laughs> Said something, something about someone dying and they had cancer <laughs> and they came back and then, then, then I don't know. Like, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was the same exact way. It's just like the comprehension was just not, it was, yeah. just was not there. But I'm, I'm the same way. I'm more of a auditory learner, but even if it's not mm-hmm. interesting, it's just not interesting. Um, Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is crazy. So, what about the books that you have now? So, you said those are rent. You're able to rent books on Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah. So I got what? two books here. Yeah, two books. It's Amazon Prime. Says student. So, because I'm a student, and even comes with two, with free two day shipping. So you don't got to pay for it. Even though you pay for Prime, you pay for the anyway. It don't matter. But yeah. you can rent books, and they're like fifteen dollars to rent, which is really nice. Um, so. Like I read this for the semester or the eight weeks I have it. And then um, and then I send it back And the book. Like, you know, yeah, it's a little, you know, all this damage is not from me because I didn't read the book. Yeah. But, you know, you see me times been processed on the back. Like it's like so many students have read this book. <laughs> I haven't be- even opened it. I know I have a book. <laughs> I opened it now, though. You haven't even read it. How long have you been in the class, Jeff? Girl, the class is over. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good that you know how to. You could te- you can test and do really well. Well, not test, but you can still pass the right. class. You know because you're just really intelligent. So at least you're you're lucky in that sense. But what advice do you have for people who are in their in their graduate degree? Mm, I would say, you know, definitely finish it. Don't stop. Don't take no break because 
either way it goes, it has to be done. Um, and if you take a break, you kind of get off your, your like, uh, what's the word for it? Momentum. So yeah. I would say definitely finish it um, and commit to it and pick a program that you want to really like learn about because grass was all about your specialty. So, you know, um, if you want to do like a, let's say like for my MBA, I had the choice between a general MBA and a healthcare MBA. And I said, okay, I'm going to go more healthcare because that's where my strengths are. And that's what I want to really focus my attention to because the classes will be a lot easier when you are really interested in what they're teaching you because you're going to really be creative. Um, that's what's been successful for me. So for like in this program, um, I just finished leadership. I love leadership, right? So that's why I really, well, I didn't read the book, right? But um, but I, I loved it so much that I'll, it'll be creative in different ways to still get my grade. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say definitely pick a, a program that can fit your schedule because um, life is busy. Things will happen. Plan breaks in between your, between your classes. So like for me, I get like a week or two between each class. And then I get like a longer break in like the winter and the summer. So definitely pick something that works for your schedule um, and your time off. Do not focus on school. Like if you're done with the class, just return your books and just go back to your family, friends. Really take that time because because when you get back into it, it's the same the same thing again. You know, um, yeah. and, I, and, it, and it hit me on Monday, actually. I um, so I, the class finished on Friday and then Monday came home from work and. It was like, you know, 630 and I was sitting there on the on the couch and I was like, this feels weird. Like I should be doing something. You know, I was antsy. I was like, I'm so used to just coming home and getting the work done that, you know, I, I don't know what to do now. You know, right. um, yeah. and I'm not sure if that's good or bad. I haven't really processed it fully. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, I don't know. I mean, I think for me, it's just a matter that I'm so used to staying busy all the time that I'm not used to resting, but rest breaks are really important because if you don't take a break, then you'll, you'll burn out. And I don't want to burn yeah. out. Yeah, that yeah. is. So what is the weather like out there? Which part of California are you in? Tell everyone where you're at. Well, um, <laughs> I live in Sacramento, California. That's where I uh, that's where I live currently. I've been here for one year. Um, Sacramento, California. I would say you can compare it to any other city. Um, for me, it reminds me of the, of the Midwest a lot. Um, <laughs> to that. And that's funny because I moved from Indiana to California to get to get away from the Midwest. Um, I lived in LA for about seven years, San Diego for one year. So I'm definitely a SoCal person. I love the beach. I love the weather. I love the entertainment. I love, I just love the whole thing. Um, right. but I did move up here for love. Um, so I live with my partner, Frank, um, yeah. a nurse practitioner. We've been together for a year and a half. Uh -huh. Something like that now at this point. Um, and that's what brought me here, but California as a state is beautiful. There's so much to do here. Um, I really do love it, but living in Sacramento, I think actually came at a time where I'm like, you know what? That's the best time to really be in school because there is nothing to do here. Like, you know, I'm serious. Like the weather, it rained for two weeks here. Like, I, I, I lived in California for, so this would be my 10th year in California. I've never seen this much rain in my life in one area. I couldn't believe it. Two weeks, it looks like Indiana, you know? And I was just like, what? So, um, but anyway, but living here, I mean, I would say with school, it's easy because I've, 
I don't have those like distractions, right? So like in SoCal, everyone's out, everyone's doing something, whatever. But here, I don't have that distraction, so I can actually focus on what I want to do, which is nice. Um, yeah. And then, and yeah, but no, California is beautiful, and everyone should visit and live. And if I, know, if, I want to come so bad. you. Yes, come. We can go. Well, ain't much to do around here, but we can drive to Napa. It's an hour and a half drive. The I definitely want to go there. Yeah, Napa's cool. Um, San Francisco's two hours away. So all that stuff is always fun, you know, entertainment. Yeah. Um, really good stuff. And then Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, that's where like skiing, um, yeah. they have skiing, boating. What else they have there? It's just like, you know, just outdoor hiking. A lot of that stuff's in Tahoe. Um, I'm not doing that. We don't have to worry about that. But the skiing thing oh, might be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Would you want to do the ski? I've never skied. I'm scared. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't swim. But, <laughs> right, but I've never I, I've never gone skiing. So we can do it together, Chad. Yeah, we should do it. Um, I've, I've never Where's been. Frank? He's at work. Oh, he's not even there? He's not here, no. He's saving lives. <laughs> so, but, what yeah. is, what's it like when you go to Napa Valley? What is that like? Like, I know is there's a lot of wine tasting, obviously, but like, do a lot of people just get really tipsy, or like, what exactly do you do there? Mm, I guess I can. I've been in Napa twice, but I can talk more about my SoCal Temecula experiences more. I've had more fun in Temecula, which is in SoCal versus Napa. But Napa, um, it's expensive. So wine tasting is $70 for one tasting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. compared to SoCal Temecula, that's $35. Now they say that, okay, the wine in Napa is way better, you know, versus other places. I can't tell, you know, like I'm sitting here like, you know, let me drink this wine. You know, I can't tell what the are doing. I, I can't tell. Oh, they're like, you know, they'll come to you and go, oh, this is, you know, from the video of this family, been in 50 years, and this grape sat there for three years and fermented and just tasted. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> and they're like, drink it slow, drink it, you know. So, um, but it's very beautiful. It's a lot of greenery, a lot of vineyards. Um, it's very hilly. So it's kind of like a countryside atmosphere. Um, you must make a reservation, so make sure you do that. Um, okay. But um, but not yeah, it's very chill. But Temecula is my favorite only because it is a little bit cheaper. Um, and I felt like all the wineries were kind of lined up together. So like I love to go to different wineries to get like a different experience because every winery is different. Um, yeah. So in Temecula, I was a member at two or three of the diff- two or three of the different wineries there. And as a member, you get free tastings, you get discount on like the food there, like lunch. So typically, like, you know, a, a standard trip will be me and some friends going out to the winery. We would, you know, plan out three different wineries. Um, and then if I had a membership, I want those ones wanted to go to, I would say, okay, let's do a free tasting here, free tasting there. We'll sit in the members only section. Um, yeah. We'll get as much money as we really want to at that point. And then we may go get some lunch, which will be discounted because the membership. And just really spend like half a day or really the whole day out there just relaxing, driving around. I mean, be careful who's driving, right? Um, yeah. But like, you know, just like just really enjoying ourselves and seeing everyone else too. And you kind of get a little dressed up. And if the weather's super nice, you can, you know, sit outside. Most wine, most wine tastings are outside. Um, yeah. Like sunshine. And you just kind of relax and just, and just chill. 
and you kind of get, and it's kind of nice of you, like, it's like you drive like an hour to two hours away from your house. So it's very therapeutic. It's like a small like day trip. Yeah. You yeah. Go and you just really yeah. just like enjoy it. So I think everyone should go wine tasting. If you drink, um, if you don't drink, you still go and just eat lunch and, you know, have some sparkling punch. I don't know. So. Yeah. And what is Temecula? Where is that at? Temecula? What is that? Yeah, so Temecula is down in um, SoCal. It's an hour from San Diego, two hours from LA, and it's more so. Um, LA and San Diego are more on the coast, right? And yeah. the wineries um, are not by the coast; they are actually more east, um, kind of okay. more towards, I guess, the desert. You would say, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, so it's like a you know hour in one way, two hours another way, and it's just a bunch of wineries and you'll see people having like, you know, parties, birthdays. I've had my birthday there a few times. Um, you know, it's just kind of open to whoever and you just, you just relax. They have like events there too. They have like, you know, concerts, they have, you know, different activities that you can do. Um, it's fun. Yeah. I bet. And how old are you now? Are you 33 yet? I'll be 33 this year in August. Okay. Don't age me. Don't age me. <laughs> because when I realized you're only four years behind me, I was just like, we the same age. Like, <laughs> I've always thought that it just seemed like we were so far apart when we were younger. And now yeah. like we're the exact same age. Basically, yeah, at this point. I know because like growing up and like um, hanging out with you, like all the time, I had so much fun. And like I learned, and I don't know if I ever told you, I think I maybe have before, but like I learned so much through you. Like, really? yes, like you were the reason why I got my first job and you didn't know that. But like, because I saw you working and I saw you getting jobs and like I saw how you would call a place to check on like your application and just I just saw what you did. So literally, I just did the same thing. So like you had a really big influence on me. My dad even said it. My dad was like, oh, yeah, Robin for sure helped you grow up. Um, like you were very impactful in my life, especially during that time, because I was, you know, yeah. like, I was like, a, what, eighth grader, seventh grader, yeah. middle school. And then I think we started to hang out more when I was in high school and stuff. And, um, mm -hmm. literally like at that point, that's kind of like where you're kind of deciding, okay, which direction in life do I want to go to. And you really inspired me to like, you know, go get a job, go work, take care of your business. Like. I learned a lot through you. So therefore, when it became my turn to do these things, I kind of already knew what to do because it was already modeled for me. So yeah. there wasn't a lot of like guessing. I could just follow what I learned and it was easy. Um, that is so sweet, Chad. Thank you. Yeah. Aww. For anyone who doesn't know, so even though I still call him my little brother, um, we met when you were 12. Yeah. Right. And our parents dated um, mm -hmm. and they dated for years. I don't even know how long it was. But right. um, so I always called him my little brother uh, and I'm still he's all to me. He is. He's always going to be my little brother. Um, but I still remember the day we met <laughs> when we went to Kings Island oh. and how he started messing with me. There was we were sitting in the back seat. And he just started hitting me for no reason. And I was <laughs> like, oh, my little boy, because <laughs> I think I was only 16 at the time. Yeah. And you were 12, but I just absolutely fell in love with Chad that day. And from that day on, we were just absolutely inseparable. Even yeah. my uh, my boyfriends at that time <laughs> had to deal with Chad. Yes. Because like Chad, I took Chad with me everywhere. So yes. 
if we were going on a date or whatever, they were like, I'm like, chat's coming too. <laughs> so yeah. they had to do Exactly. Yeah. I was always around. Like, it was fun. Like, I mean, they just got used to me and it was like just part of it. I mean, it just yeah. went with it. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it was, oh my gosh. I remember, I, I won't say names, but yes, I remember all of them. And, like, it was not, no, not like that. Sorry, sorry. Not like that. Not like that. But I remember like all the ones. Well, no, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I, I know. I don't I, know I remember. Was it only two or was it, just, was it just the one? I don't even remember. It was so long ago. It was like two or three, but mainly like two. I don't know. It was like two. Yeah, it wasn't like, wasn't more than like. It was years like, ago. And now I've been single for God knows how long. Oh, dear God. Like what? Over a year? <laughs> so. Who knows? But <laughs> oh well. <laughs> and I see you finally have my shirt on because I've been asking him yes. to put that shirt on for two week, two three weeks now. Two three weeks. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> whatever, Chad. Something is wrong with you. I like that shirt as well. Like I like it. Thank it's you. Nice on me too. Yeah. I never thought I'll fit a large, but here I am. So <laughs> thank you so much, Chad. It's been such such a good time talking to you. I know you have to go. Yes. Yes. Are you late? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm never on time, so it's okay. <laughs> that's not that's not a good excuse. That doesn't. I know, I know, no, no. I need to be serious. Um, no, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm good on time. Yeah, but thanks for having me, though. Like, honestly, I've been wanting to uh, be on this show, and I have no clue. This is new for me. I've never been on a podcast before, so I probably should have opened up with that. But this has been a lot of fun, and like, I don't know. I like it. I might do a podcast myself. Maybe. No, you're not. I don't even know why. Go ahead. Yeah, let me let me not hear you tell that lie. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. No I know you too well. You would not do it. You would not do it. But it no. has been such a fun time talking to you and catching up. And I will definitely have to get out to California, hopefully sometime soon. Um, once I figure everything out here. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I love you. I love you too, and I cannot wait to see you in person. And yeah, but call me when you're in this call though. Okay. <laughs> all right, you guys, that's it's all about healing podcasts again with Robin and Chad. You guys have a wonderful day. <laughs> all right, bye. bye.